1: and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast Show, 250, November the 14th, 2022. I want to apologize right off the hop to all our listeners. I caught a heck of a cold or a flu or something somewhere. So I sound like a bit of a toad, but uh, I'll try to get through it. Dave, you'll have to uh, carry the show a little bit tonight because I uh, don't know how long I the voice can laugh. I'll have my, my trigger on the mute button all night long, though we'll get through it and have a good time. Uh, Dave, you uh, had your anniversary this weekend. Happy anniversary. How did it all go?
2: That was a great weekend. Um, as we mentioned on Thursday, that uh, the Friday is uh, Remembrance Day here in Canada. Uh, Kaylee <laughs> Jasper and I took the time to uh, attend the ceremonies at uh, at City Hall. It was kind of funny. They had a a flyover of uh, a, a, a I wasn't a bomber. I don't know. It was. Some, did you see that big, huge ass plane? That yeah, I don't know what city? it was, but yeah, I understand. But it was big. And then they had like a, a World War II fighter plane coming over and uh, did a flyover too. And that fucker threw, uh, flew over just as they had the preacher giving the, the prayer. It was kind of funny. It was like, dear God, we want to thank you for all the bring." He, he poorly, was doing
1: so, very poorly produced, <laughs> something like this show can be sometimes.
2: <laughs> and he was doing a smoke show and like so it's not because like I was oohing or awing, it was pretty like two bit. But it was I thought it was kind of funny. And then like literally he flew away, and like in in the Lord's name we say amen. And then we <laughs> heard everything else. So God uh, like, uh, Forrest Gump when
1: doing the speech guy unplugged everything. <laughs> yeah, same yeah, kind that, of deal.
2: That's kind of exactly that's all I have to say about that. All right. Enough. <laughs> yeah yeah, but then we had some days off. Uh, I did. I, I took Saturday off. I gave everybody with the company the day off on Saturday. And then Sunday was my anniversary. I had a had a great day with my wife. Uh, we celebrated. We went out for supper. Went to movie. The only thing I asked for on uh, my anniversary day, which was Sunday, I go, I, I'm just going to watch the Broncos. They got the early game, so. So, so just give me a couple hours to watch the Broncos, and and I kind of wish I had those three hours back.
1: Yeah, that's one of those things. Maybe if it was the uh, really early game, one of those games uh, out in Europe, and then you could DVR it and, and watch it uh, later on, and kind of not because uh, that team's in big trouble. We, we if you want to get into that, we can, because it's uh, it's a it's a short story, but it's a long story with Denver Broncos. They just I I can't say that simple solution. They're not very good, but they're just not very fucking good.
2: They're not very good at all. And like and, and I mentioned last week that I still had a bit of a hope with them. They 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 just don't fucking have it. Um I mean, you know if the Broncos scored 18 points a game this year, 18 points every game, not a point more, not a point less, they'd be 8 and 1 right now. And now they're 3 and 6 because they can't score 18 other fucking points a game. That's bad. With Russ Wilson and those offensive weapons. So, you know, I I I, I railed a rail and I'm still gonna rail it at Nathaniel Hatchet, Hackett, it, hatchet. It. He hack should job, be called whatever. Hatchet because he needs the fucking axe. That guy has gotta go. He's not the answer. But Russ, I don't know if he forgot how to cook or he never did cook, or Pete Carroll's that much better of a coach than old Russ Hackett. I don't know. But Russ Wilson fucking sucks. This coaching staff fucking sucks. Not the staff. the The defense is obviously doing something good because they're keeping these motherfuckers in play. And when I say the motherfuckers, I mean, I mean Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson and Melvin Gordon are fucking terrible.
1: Yeah, 49 points against in in nine games. That's like uh, said seventeen points a game. One hundred fifty three times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Times seventeen times nine is one fifty three. So they they'd win eighteen, yeah, eighteen points. in nailed it.
2: Just Eight math. and one, crazy. Eight and one. It, it's ridiculous. It's it's so ridiculous how they're wasting such a fucking wicked defense. And like I said, a lot of it has to do with with play calling because, but also coaching because the the, the penalties this team takes is are, are gross and inexcusable. Inexcus- so many false starts. Um. Um. Neutral zone in that, that That kind of shit that doesn't happen if you have a well-coached team. But Russell Wilson got sacked six times. He should have been sacked three times. Throw the goddamn ball. Throw the fucking ball. Do you think
1: that's a problem you got with these athletic quarterbacks that there are nowadays in comparison to what it was 20, 30 years ago where, where they were uh concrete shoes. They didn't move a whole bunch. Now you got these guys who are athletic and they think they can scramble out of trouble no matter what. And then eventually, because now your linemen are are bigger, faster, stronger as well, and you can't just keep running and running forever. The field's only so big, and you're, you're going to get caught.
2: But that's the thing. Russell Wilson doesn't. He I thought he was a mobile quarterback. Wouldn't know it by the fucking shit he's putting up on Sundays. He fucking stands there and tries to do – like. he's he's trying to do the Ben Roethlisberger stand there and take a bump or two, but he fucking crumbles faster than than a Jenga tower when he has a couple linemen coming at him. He's fucking terrible. Get rid of the ball when you feel the fucking heat. Like, you're a goddamn fucking veteran who should know how to play this game. I was overjoyed when they got him. He, I, how do you get shitty in a year?
1: Well, maybe the team was good, right? Maybe. Maybe the actual Seattle Seahawks should have won more than one Super Bowl and there's a lot of um there's a lot of uh, uh what's the word I'm looking for? A lot of doubt in that they, they say, okay, see you, see you later, Wilson, we'll trade you. It doesn't matter to us. It's 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 the team and it's the franchise and, and how we're built and how we do things. It's not you uh holier than now guy. Maybe. See, I, I I,
2: I, well, I think it's the culture because Denver has weapons on the offensive side of the ball. It's just getting said ball into said hands. That's what's fucking driving me nuts. Like, Melvin Gordon with his turnovers, I, I, like, he's good. I don't know when he became a fumble machine. Um, so he pisses me off. But this, you know, the, the only time Russell Wilson actually looks kind of good is in the two-minute drill. So maybe they got to start doing more two-minute drills. But this, this hanging in the pocket and bouncing around, that don't fucking work, man. Get rid of it. Or roll out of the pocket because he is still kind of nimble. He I've never understood that.
1: Her. Like you watch the two-minute drills and how the the defense is just in shambles. Like I get it, you can't do it um, the entire football game because you're, you're you're you would get too tired to do it. But to to enact that a couple times a half probably wouldn't be a bad idea. Now that you bring it up,
2: you got to do something different. But now it's it's too fucking late. They're three and six. Three and six is fucking I, I, I actually took the time and wrote down everybody in the NFL that was a three and six team. Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, Detroit, Chicago, Carolina, New Orleans, and the Rams are also three and six. And most but those teams
1: expected to be there except for except for maybe the Rams, right?
2: Yeah. Those are terrible fucking teams. And which means Denver's a terrible fucking team. And I gotta own it this year. And 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 fuck you, this hackett. You know. I also, you know, because you just nose around and see what other fan sites are are doing, and like, uh, there's a bunch of uh, Pittsburgh fans that want to see uh, maybe uh, fire Mike Tomlin. Maybe Tomlin's been there too long. Fire Mike Tomlin. I'll fucking take him. I'll take him. Uh, he he Mike would Tomlin. be un- he
1: would be unemployed for a matter of ten seconds.
2: Get him to Denver, Mike Vrabel for Indiana, uh, Indiana, uh, Indiana, Indianapolis. I'll fucking take him. Yeah, that, that all Vrabel did is make India a contender for the playoffs for the last five years with seven different quarterbacks. Like, fuck this! This Hackett guy is a goddamn joke, and I want him gone. I think you're seeing
1: a lot more now that uh, we're getting into the nitty gritty part of the season. Now everybody's over halfway done. Is that the coaching staff means? And it's been that way forever. But the coaching staffs mean so much because the players are so interchangeable, and there's such an overhaul of players all the time that the the coaches matter so much more. Like you look at uh, yesterday, the, the big news in the NFL yesterday, I thought was the uh, the the great Texas Longhorn quarterback from years ago, Colt McCoy, getting the win for the Cardinals over the, <laughs> over the Rams. And McCoy has, uh, doesn't play much ever. Like really, he hasn't in, in, in his long career. He's been in a lot of different teams, but he gets insert player here. Ball, just do it keep it simple win a ball game uh-huh don't try to do too much
2: that's awesome like I love that because we all know what I think uh, it about makes Kyle it, Murray. it, it yeah. makes
1: Marie look pretty bad right
2: yeah like
1: because I, I don't know what they, is what they do I don't you know what they game pay, plan. yeah I don't know what they pay McCoy it can't be four million like I'm I'm just assuming because yeah, I don't giving, know what about they're giving think, Murray thirty six thirty seven million whatever he's getting so there's not a lot of of uh, not a lot of shillings left over so therefore you just go out follow a game plan set up by the coaches do this do this do this don't make mistakes do all little things right make a few good plays and you'll you'll be successful.
2: See that makes me wonder how someone with uh with such a fragile ego like uh, Kyler Murray um with all the all the tools like I, I'll never once debate that he has the the physical tools to play this position. He just doesn't have the fucking headspace to play this position. I'll uh, bet
1: you, Dave, it's one of these things, because I think they say it's a hamstring. He gets that loss. He didn't play. He's either going to come back too soon and look bad, or he's butt hurt and not come back because his, his team won without him.
2: To but then he's gonna come things. back and he goes, "I'll show these guys why I'm gonna be making." Because that that big money contract doesn't come in not even till next year, the year after that, because he held out. He forced yeah. their hand, like so, like they're fucked. And you know that that uh, Cliff Kingsbury, whatever the head coach is, who yeah. stuck his neck neck out, he's gonna be gone. And then some other one is gonna in- hire and in, uh, inherit that fucking sawed off guy, like run like the wind, arm like a gun, but that's
1: it's it's that it's that six inches upstairs, right?
2: It's that thing. six inches up all the tools, don't toolbox. There's no the, getting the, around that. Arizona's fucked.
1: The uh Vikings won a, a entertaining game yesterday. Down to the wire, turnovers, the whole bit, blah blah blah, some great catches. Entertaining game. Um the Vikings are for real. They are, they're eight and one. They they're they're there, man. They beat everybody's Super Bowl favorite yesterday, didn't they? They didn't win it. They they won it in spite of themselves, really. But they they went through and through. They battled hard and they won that
2: football game. You bet that that Justin Jefferson is something special. (laughs) Holy cow, is that kid good? And uh, you know they didn't they didn't lose it, which is uh, excuse me, what Minnesota is prone to do. And you know in my good bad and ugly uh for the NFL this weekend i actually have that as as my bad my bad because is Josh Allen that good under pressure anymore right like so now that's I, I saw it's four overtime games in a row that he's now lost buffalo is a good team i'm not going to debate that for a millisecond but they they're a good team when they're blowing everybody out when they got a 15 20 point lead when the games are close and it comes down to uh, the nitty gritty, like that interception that Josh Allen threw in overtime, is inexcusable. You, you can't. That make fumble
1: late that. was that's game changer, right? Like the whole you can't
2: thing. make can't make those mistakes. And maybe these are learning opportunities for him. I, I he's a game changer. He's so well. Good. How many years has he been around now? Is this is third or fourth year. It might be four. Four or five, like I think he's a year behind Pat Mahomes. But the learning, like
1: the, the le- learning time is over.
2: You bet, I you're, agree. I mean, you're
1: always learning. Obviously, every day of your life, mm-hmm. you learn something. But when you're get, when you're paid to be an NFL quarterback, and I don't care what his salary is, I don't think it's huge dollars yet. But when you're the starting quarterback for an NFL team, which he's been for a few years now, <clears throat> learning time's over.
2: When exactly, le- the like, learning time is over. Um, the the time to uh, like he wants to be a leader he wants to be the different ma- difference maker and he does he he has the talent he has the ability he does have the mindset but i think when they, when the games are that close um what has kind of been showing a little bit is that he's trying too hard like it doesn't have to be you especially for that that interception he threw in overtime yesterday was absolutely inexcusable they were in field goal range so they could have kicked that field goal, uh, tied another possession, blah, blah, blah. Give it to your defense. Because Buffalo has a great defense as well. Um, he has to he has to do something different in overtime because I think that was a bit of a bad omen, and this might be the the time for Josh Allen to to take a look at himself and it's like, what the fuck am I doing wrong in these close games? This is fair. Yeah, I it's like him. Year, I, li- yeah. I I I like Josh Allen. I like the Bills. I like their chances. I'm I'm going to be rooting for them. completely.
0: but
1: this might be a bit of a stretch. Out. This might be a bit of a stretch, but going to school where he did, University of Wyoming, where you don't play any big games, you get your your teeth knocked in week in week out, and you don't get that that big game mentality that a lot of these other guys get. Is that can that factor in when, when your career? Do you
2: think? Perhaps, but at the end of the day, he's been in close games. He's a competitor. He's been a difference maker. It doesn't matter if Wyoming's playing uh, Bahu, Tennessee State, or 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 USC, right? Like you know, it's, you're getting. You're I don't even
1: know who Wyoming would be playing, but
2: I, I would imagine they'd be in the Big Sky or something. Like, I I don't know. They're not. They're Div One, so maybe in the same. I have no idea. I have no idea, but he would be in closed games. He would have been in competitive games and, and, and he's, he's a winner. He's a difference maker is is the point. And, and he's just,
1: but is he going think- to be at that point now though? Is he at that point already in his career? You better start winning something because you're five years in and these other guys are winning and these other guys are getting their deals and he's not winning and all it's, it is. It's, it doesn't take much for people to have very short memories of quarterbacks.
2: No, he right. doesn't have his deal, and he's not going anywhere. But he he's needs. Not going but away.
1: he he needs because people have very, um, they're not very forgiving when it comes to the NFL quarterback position.
2: If if you better he start throws, winning because
1: you only have you only have, you have such a small window.
2: Right. If they if they lose in the playoffs this year, and it's because of his bad play, then then for sure people are going to start looking at him as like Jesus. Bachman, you're so good. We 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 got it. We got to have you be this good in the playoffs now. Uh uh he's they, they, still a couple of years. Like I would gladly have him coaching. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, uh playing for the Broncos right now. Don't don't get me wrong. But but you are right. Like there if there comes a point. It's time to fuck or walk. And and for Josh Allen, I don't think he's time. there yet. But no, but it's time to start fucking. Like, like, like you, 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 know, you know, you're
1: five, man. It's. Then you get into year yep. six, and then also before you know it's year 10, and then what? Then what?
2: yeah quit yeah quit quit licking the jar like anyone can get sticky fingers right Let's time to get pregnant here no
1: it's uh it's crazy uh eagles are out there they're up tonight uh packers won yesterday against the cowboys i don't think that matters i think they're, they're done uh good bad the ugly what do you got this week dave
2: well uh, my good was uh green bay beating dallas because you know uh, we were putting a fork in green bay and and you know that why I thought this is good is because the NFC fucking sucks. The NFC is terrible. The only good teams in in, in the NFC is Minnesota and maybe Philly. Like the, the whole NFC East, everybody thought we sucked. Well, you suck because we, we said you suck because you're in such a terrible division because you have such an easy fucking schedule. And that goes for everybody. That goes for, for the, the Cowboys, for the Eagles. For the Commodores and the Giants, the Giants are six and two. Look at Seven their fucking, two, yeah. yeah, look at their fucking schedules. If I get to play against um Mont the Montana, Montana State, Eastern Washington, I'm going to do a lot fucking better than if I have to play Tennessee, uh, uh, Georgia, and LSU every other fucking week. Like you, you're not fucking good. They're not good. Even like tonight, like uh, the the Commodores are in this game when I stopped watching. They were only four points down when I stopped watching a yeah, little bit ago. Still, yeah. yeah, so it's only a four-buck game, and the Commodores stink, right? Everybody knows they stink. They stink. Green Bay stinks. They lost to the, the Lions last week. But you know what? Green Bay Green Bay is playing against real teams. So the NFC East can still fucking suck my anus. They stink. They're not good. Their record is good. Like, I don't and then who do you have in the NFC? The Vikings, the Vikings are the and and, and Philadelphia.
1: Captain Kirk Fuck. looked all right yesterday. I well, actually before I, I hitched my wagon to the uh, to the bed yesterday. I watched that game. He he made some some clutch throws. He looked pretty good yesterday.
2: He actually did, and and it is what it is. But we'll see what happens in the playoffs. But you know what the good thing about being he in the won more in the games
1: NFL. yesterday than Josh Allen and Russell Wilson did combined.
2: <laughs> you're right you are right but once again i i i think the nfc is an actual joke it's 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 far and away the, the a, a tear uh the the lesser division like that nfc south with tampa and carolina and new orleans yeah like give me a fucking break right. NFC nfc north with green bay and dallas and stuff they're all bad they're like they're The only reason someone has winning records is because they're playing each other all the time. The NFC fucking licks balls. They're terrible. So that's why I have that as good. For my good, like, I
1: had uh, Justin Jefferson, the wide receiver. We brought him up earlier for the Vikings. Oh, uh, he, man. 10 catch, 193 yards. That that uh, catch he made late in the game, uh, fourth and 18, I think it was, fourth, 18, 19. Just a circus catch. Unbelievable. He like just... Uh, it looks like he enjoys making those catches. Post game interviews work; were, were quite funny and and uh, entertaining. He's a, he's a playmaker, man. That guy, that guy, it's up there. He's gonna he, he's gonna give uh, cousin the chance for a completion. It was fantastic. Yeah,
2: and that's the thing. You were I was thinking that as you were saying, Kirk Cousin was looking pretty good, but you know, like when you throw it anywhere in in the zip code of. Uh, well, that uh, was Jefferson just Jefferson. it.
1: There was, a, there was a few that were just right. in, the, uh, in the ballpark, and he, he went up and got them. So that's why Cousins went whatever for whatever yesterday for X amount of yards. It wasn't because of Cousins. It was because of Jefferson a lot of the time. My bad, once again, was the um, Las Vegas Raiders. Not so much the loss, but um, Derek Carr's comments after the game, uh, basically saying that uh, – I think he threw his team under the bus a little bit, saying that there is, there's guys in that locker room who – don't feel the same way that I do. Don't put in the effort that I do. I'm like, dude, it's a team game and you're the quarterback and you get paid the most. And you're, you're the spokesman. Shut your yap. Shut your yap. You lose yeah, hey. the team. You lose the team. And don't yeah. say that because you know what? You suck. Your brothers suck. You guys all suck. Like, don't, <laughs> don't throw your, do not throw your teammates under the bus. Cause you know what? You need that line to protect you next week. And you know, what? all they got to do is ole at once and then you're dead. You're done. Not dead, yeah. but you know what I mean.
2: I, okay. I, I know what you you're mean, gonna, yeah. You're,
1: you're going to say that this week? Watch next week. You thought we were bad this week? Watch next week.
2: Well, which brings me, to like, that was my ugly game, the indy Open, Oak, uh, because everybody was coming down on um, what's-his-nuts uh, for hiring Jeff Saturday. I'm looking at him. It's unimportant. Not, it's not it is going to come. Hiring I, Jeff Saturday, knowing that has any... I thought any... it was a brilliant hire, personally. Well, uh, you... You know, as you as you look back on it, you know, like why would we hire a new coach when we're fucked? We're not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, Jim Mersey, is that his name? That sounds about right. Yeah. I think it's right. Um, so uh I I put him as the same kind of hire as uh when the Montreal Canadiens hired uh, Marty Saint Louis. Right, thing. like so, same, same. It's just like just go in there, see what you can do. See what we
1: got. To help us out
2: and tell us what's going on in there. Like, like you're get, because you're a get the heartbeat
1: of the team, see what see what kind of kind of players we got, see what kind of leadership we got. Exactly. We, we you played for us forever. Why not come here and help us out?
2: Because you know, we're not asking you to, to evaluate them physically, we're asking you to evaluate their mental state, we're asking you to evaluate their commitment, we're asking you to, to tell us yeah. who wants to be here, who wants to contribute to the organization, who doesn't. And and maybe Saturday said that to the team because at the end of the day, we've said it before, uh, we'll say it again, like all these uh, offensive, defensive coordinators that get jobs head, head coaching a team, they don't know what they're fucking doing to, to manage his staff. Saturday comes in there knowing he doesn't know what he's fucking doing managing his staff, and he's going to lean on different people to, uh, to have them do the job that he can't. I, don't I read. Know
1: what I read something about the, the analytics and and this guy and that guy and the whole thing. You still need to have a feel for the room and a feel for your athletes and a feel for what's going on between their ears and motivating and everything else. Because if you're just filling your athletes with just numbers and schemes and and not giving them a homework, a reason to go out, yeah. then they're not they they're not going to mm-hmm. right. So no, I think it was a brilliant hire. They're, they're not winning Super Bowl by any means. But to go out and do it, I think it was great.
2: You know, and and people were saying that uh, they put Saturday in there because they're tanking, and that way they want that first draft pick. Who cares, or, or, or whatever? Who, who who fucking cares? That's one player out of twenty-eight or, or forty-six, however big their fucking roster is. And and the Raiders have proven like you can miss on those picks because the Raiders, you know, they, every they, team does. You know, you you miss on those first-round picks, and. And, and the other reason I call this uh, Indy-Oakland game ugly, it was was like, good for Indy because they went contrary to 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 what the conventional wisdom says they should do by hiring such a greenhorn to to become their head coach. Oakland, like, like I said, Mark Davis doesn't have a fucking clue. How so many years is
1: gonna... it going to take you before you call them the Las Vegas Raiders or the Oakland Raiders?
2: Oh, probably a while. Yeah, me too. Yeah. They're, they're, they're the I, I, I flip
1: back and forth. Whenever I write it down, I still write down Oakland Raiders.
2: Yeah, it's it it's the matter. Raiders. Yeah, you know, and, and and maybe I don't I don't know if Mark uh, Davis got his cookie for not shitting his pants in his uh, silver sweatshirt oh. suit. Um, you know, you're you're you in over your head. You don't have a fucking clue. You either sell the fucking team or stop stop hiring psychophants uh, to to run the organization because McDaniel's clearly isn't the answer. This is his second kick at the can. It is. It's not there. Like you know, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, and a and a two bit running back. I can fucking start calling some plays. Yeah. And I don't know what's going on there. They get up to big leads. They blow leads. So like, there's clearly uh, some mental weakness on defense, or even in the locker room. But you know, you know, like you, you see Mark, uh, Mark, Mark Carr, Derek Carr. He's not a leader of man, like no. Like, well, you know, his, he, his he,
1: comments he's, he's yesterday not. really, it really nailed that to the coffin. Like he just, he's an idiot.
2: Yeah, so like, so that's why I call that the ugly game because it just, it just, it just spits in the face of everything that people think they know but don't have a fucking clue. And that's been that's been my <laughs> when we look at my my pick em pulls and pulls uh, against the thread and uh, straight up picking. I don't have a fucking clue what's going on this year. Oh, I, was didn't... I, was, I didn't
1: want to bring that up, but I will. Um, yeah, I didn't do good. Today, uh, this week's pick and <laughs> pull, I didn't actually do it. The Deanne did it, and she hasn't watched a game of football in, oh, she might catch a Super Bowl halftime show once in a while. She did the pick and pull this week, and she tied you. So
2: <laughs> well, like I say, I, I, I officially don't have a fucking clue this year. Um uh and and you know and, and it shows you what an idiot I am because I was so excited with Denver's chances this year. I thought we were gonna be contending, not Super Bowl contending, but I thought playoffs was I would have said I think if we go back and look at and, and listen to our old episodes before this season started. I had us pegged as a as a playoff team for everybody terror.
1: did with the with the Wilson signing everybody did
2: yeah and 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 shows you how dumb I am because I I thought Russ Wilson was good he's not he he's not he he's 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 Ben Roethlisberger without the size and rape and rings uh well he has one Ben has two yeah what was your ugly. That was it, uh, Indy Oakland.
1: Okay, I had uh, Juju Smith-Schuster getting leveled by uh, Jacksonville uh, defensive back uh, man, Juju. I watched Juju because he was a USC guy. I haven't seen a guy get hit like that in, in years. That was vicious, ugly, like shouldn't happen. Like it's, like it, he was wide, oh, bad. It was an ugly, ugly hit, but.
2: I, I heard about it um, oh, It wasn't on, good. A, on a podcast, but I did not see it because uh, once again, I, I, I foolishly spent my three hours of football watching the Denver Broncos on my anniversary. So so I, I don't know that.
1: NFL regular season MVP by BetUS and Bet, BetUS.com. Um, got Kansas City, Pat Mahomes at plus 125. Hertz, uh, Philadelphia quarterback, plus 300. Tua, if he didn't get hurt, he'd be probably higher at plus 450. And Allen at plus 550. Out of that four, Dave, who would you put 20 bucks down on?
2: Oh God. You know, I'd probably get uh hurts for the and for the Eastern voting bias. I don't think he is uh as good as either Josh Allen. I don't think he's good at Pat Mahomes. Um, what's the number on Justin Jefferson? Because he's making uh Kirk Cousin looks like look like an all-world quarterback too. No, right I didn't now.
1: get down that far, but yeah, he's gotta be up there.
2: Holy fuck. Like, it's it's amazing the catches he's making. It, it's He's a difference maker out there, and Minnesota would not be where they are without that kid.
1: Unbelievable how one, he's one player amazing. can change things like that. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by BetUS and BetUS.com. Use our personal link to sign up. Get 125% sign-up bonus at BetUS.com. Today, America's favorite sports book.
2: I bet you the NFC East sucks the most.
1: You get plus 200 odds on that one.
2: Okay, well, yeah, give me 20 bucks on that one. There you go. Hey, it's Brent from the 1420
1: Sports Bar Podcast. For all of you out there who like to have a little skin on the game, go to betus.com to make all your sports wagers. Betus.com has all the sportsbook options available at your fingertips from trolling college football the baseball, hockey, horse racing, and beyond. And with an initial sign-up bonus of 125%, you get more bang for your buck at BetUS.com. Just click on, all our, on our personalized link that can be found on all our social media accounts and start betting today at America's Favorite Sportsbook. There is also an online casino for those of you who like to play the table as well. So sign up at America's Favorite Sportsbook today and pad your pockets at BetUS.com. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beers, sports talking a whole lot more. Once again, excuse me for my voice. I uh, ran into a bit of a cold over the weekend, but we'll get through it. Uh, Anyways, brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. And the SeatGeek app, use promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com. Today, save 20 bucks on all your tickets. Dave, speaking of going to games and speaking of SeatGeek and everything else, one of my favorite parts about going to games when I was younger was you'd after the game was done, you'd be sitting in your car waiting for uh the car to warm up and the lines to disperse. And you sit in the car and you listen to uh the calling shows and the people that would call into whoever <laughs> and uh and the, the the solutions that they would have for your for your team losing another game, their sixth or seventh in a row, whatever it may be. And it's gotta be just absolute hell. Or the people on the other end of the radio to have to take these calls in night in night out because after person's been sit, uh, sitting at home, usually watching the game or uh, listening on the radio or whatever it may be, and uh, probably about fourteen vodka cokes deep and or whatever else they're having, and uh, they have all the solutions written down in their head and how they they would fix the problems. Your team, Dave, the guys who work those jobs at night that's got that's got to be the worst job in in sports it has to
2: be <laughs> i i don't know if you could drink enough like well, you know you know you you, you can't like to, to be that that fella working for the local radio station uh taking those calls and letting the fans have their say on what they think uh the team should do should not do particularly after a loss particularly after it's been two three losses in a row it's it's hilarious. We were talking about this on an episode or two ago where where the fans is like, just give your fucking head a shake. You're not gonna win every game. These are the fans, the fans that pick up their rotary phone and dial <laughs> whatever it is and wait on hold for 20 30 minutes so they can get their opinion out there. They're morons.
1: It's something else to listen to. Like I said, they're usually 13 or 14 vodka cokes in, and they always have these crazy trade proposals. Like, we'll talk some hockey-centric here. Like, they, uh, I heard one the other day about the, the Flames are having trouble on defense. So why not just go out and get Kale McCarr? Well, who are you going to trade for, Kale McCarr? Who do the Calgary Flames have to trade for Kale McCarr? You can't just – and then I, the, the guy said, well, he's a hometown boy. He'd want to come here. That's not the way it works. <laughs> he has a contract with the team. He he, needs, he he signed it here. And he's doing this. He's doing that. These guys who make up these crazy trade proposals, I just don't understand it, and how they think. Like it, they they pretend that they, they watch sports and they care. Like and they must care enough about it. To wait to wait around that long after a game and wait on hold to get to voice their opinions, but to be that um, disengaged with how the whole system works, it's mind blowing to me.
2: It is, it is. Like, how can you be this devoted as a fan to your team, which is admirable, you know, and I, and, and, you know, false hope is, is, is something that you do as, as being a fan. Like it's, it's what makes you a fan. Ah, you know, we don't, we're probably not going to win, but I'm still going to watch this game. I'm still going to sit here and watch. And then when you think, like I just want people fired, right? I want Russ Wilson. I don't. I don't want Russ Wilson fired yet, but I want. I want Nathaniel Hackett gone. But I'm not here saying, "Well, Jesus Christ, why don't we just uh put a package like we just signed uh, Russell Wilson? Let's just trade him to uh, uh the L.A. Chargers and get Herbert over here because I think he's better. Well, maybe because. I think Herbert's better. I'd rather have Herbert than, you know, <laughs> I'd rather have Herbert than uh, than Russ Wilson right that's now. That's a
1: career that's getting off to a flying start, though. But we can talk about that another show. No, it's, that's, it's for, they're,
2: they're, he made a couple throws last night that, that highly talented, only highly talented people. Compared. Yeah. But nonetheless, maybe bad example. So. Oh, it doesn't much matter. I know that these things aren't going to happen. And, and I don't even think him to myself. But I certainly do not pick up the phone and call into a radio show and say, well, you know, our problem is that quarterback play. And I get it. We just signed Russ Wilson. But so now we have a, we have him under a good number. So let's trade him to pick your fucking poison to, to the Dolphins for two of, because we they still have him for two years on the cheap. The ones wow. that
1: I, the ones that I like are the uh, the the drunk guy. We need to be more like the '89 Flames who won the Stanley Cup. Well, that would be <laughs> ideal, you know. If you're if, if every year you could you you could feel the team was like the '96 Yankees, the 2004 whatever Super Bowl champion. If every year you could feel the team in your in your home city or the team you cheer for, that would be ideal. But that's not the way it works. Like it's. It, funny. I, I I would love if every team was like the '96 Yankees or the or the '2000 Yankees, but it's just not the way things go. It just it's just not it's not how things happen, and you can't just automatically – And then Yankee fans, are the worst. They're the worst.
2: No, I think all fans are the worst. Well, let's well, leave this. Fans, Yankee
1: fans. Yankee fans are like. I'll give you your flame sting in a second, but Yankee fans, they have lots of money, so why why not just spend it? Well, because it's still a fucking business, man. And you can't just because you get every thirty million dollar player. What if you don't win? Like, it, and, it, and that's like it doesn't guarantee you a win. It's
2: and they're ridiculous. not coming and, here for one year. And and right? then
1: just just to say that, well, did the Yankees spend this much money. Yes, they could probably not scrimp and save on a few things, but it's not it's not a business sense because the, the Steinbrenners aren't the only people who own a team. There are shareholders that people didn't know that. But anyways. I, I, it drives me crazy well just, just buy buy a team well it doesn't quite work that way
2: and and they're trying they're trying to buy it's a team like, it's, not like, like,
1: it's not like the, like the Steinbrenner are haven't spent 2 billion dollars in salary since they last won a world championship it's not like they're not trying
2: exactly they're not the top solid salary team but they're top 5 every fucking year right? the they're, Dodgers they're, do
1: it every year they have one COVID one they have one COVID world series
2: yeah, like so, like it's not because lack of spending. It's it's yeah. because something else. Um, what I got a kick out of. So I I like how how I even came into this. I the occasional time I come home from curling, um, if the Flames are on the East Coast, I'll hear that Colin show driving home from curling. But I was uh, I went in to do some paperwork at the office on on Saturday on my day off, and because 960 radio sucks right now. They have no fucking content. They played the Colin show from the lost the night before in the afternoon. It was so I was I was doing nothing. I was pushing a pen, sitting at my computer for <laughs> for an hour and a half listening to poor Pat Steinberg listen to these fucking toeheads calling in telling him and cuz the flames that was also a five game losing streak they were on well you know pat the last time they won lost five in a row do you know when they lost seven in a row 89 that's when they that won year. the cup that's when they won the cup so take that to heart it's and, and, a good man. <laughs> It's it's absolutely ridiculous because with all the the but the thing is to get to get, in, to
1: get that stat they would have had to listen to a radio show that would have had that stat because I don't know anybody and I'm a sports dork through and through I don't know anybody who's looking that stat up a stats nerd on the radio would have had to give that stat for that guy to repeat it
2: possibly yeah anyways well because because that guy you know that was and and I do find it's a it's a it's a mix on the radio with. Uh, with uh, the 20-year-olds, and then, like, there's a there's a pretty good group of, like, I would say 55, 60-year-old plus. Oh, yeah. Because those are the people, and they got their rotary phone sitting right by their easy chair, and they're phoning in like Archie Bunker. They just finished watching uh, the, the the plays. Or maybe they're even listening to the game on the fucking radio. I don't know. But, you yeah. know, well, Daryl has to kick these boys in the ass. They're all spoiled. Like, you know, whatever happened to working hard and, and giving it your all every shift. And Like, you know, what are you supposed to say Hit to the assholes? They, like,
1: they're not, not physical enough. Okay, the game's different, man.
2: You know, it, it's it, it's awesome after a loss. It really is. Those, those times in curling, because um, that's the radio I listen to. I don't do any kind of satellite radio in my car. It's, it's funny. It actually gives me joy to listen to people phone in and just show me like don't yeah just don't tell me how stupid you are just open your mouth and talk for five minutes and then i can and what's even
1: funnier is that like it's obviously people that don't know there's twitter right
2: yeah yeah just 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 chirp on there like i do you so know
1: yeah I mean? like chirp on twitter on your phone your laptop whatever and then you're done with it like don't you don't you don't gotta be on hold it's quite it's quite simple okay uh, these call-in shows are their prices. Everybody, you know, like we all have nine-to-five jobs, whatever else. When like ninety-nine point nine percent of us aren't in the in the, the the sports world, sports business world at all. But for some reason, we all think that. Uh, well, we're all starting podcasts too. But um, it's uh, <laughs> it's amazing that everybody thinks that they know how 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 it all works and how how it doesn't work. And it's it's crazy that these 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 call-in shows. We need more guys like Wendell Clark, and we need more guys like those. I mean, the, those are Hall of Famers. It's not the way it works. Not, not every play, And not every Hall of Famer can play on your team.
2: And whatever happened to players like Lanny McDonald? You know? You knew what you were getting was someone like that. You get someone like Johnny Goudreau who comes here, doesn't want to get dirty. He's always there for the goals. and but we sure got rid he, of him. Yeah. But we got rid of him. And, and good for that. Well, he actually left on his own accord. Good! We I didn't never need it anyways. Him. I gonna score goals? Like
1: I don't know. I didn't like
2: him anyways. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it's like in other markets. Yeah. I should try and and, 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 and look in other oh, markets. Oh, I'm sure it's the of, exact same. Because like, I could Canuck
1: Radio is really bad right now. It's all like all of them. I'm sure Jim at Fan of the Van can attest this to out in Pittsburgh. It's the same way with the... With the uh, Steelers for sure. Okay, like it, it's it's nonstop how people put that much time. I, I wouldn't like maybe if I was leaving the parking lot and I I was caught up in traffic, I might call in. I'm like, and that's a big might, but I'm not sitting at home waiting on hold. I'm not,
2: for sure not. And I would guess that's most of the callers. And I would venture to say I don't know if they have a call in show after every baseball game down in the states. No, I don't think they do. But there there has to be a large population. Um just because there's a more people down in the in the US and, and each team does have a bigger following and they're used to listening to more baseball games. And they're older. They got nothing better to do. Why not fucking call into Jim and Kay on on the WFAN and and and, and here and, and and tell them what the Steinbrenners and Cash and Yeah it's do.
1: uh it it maybe the I, I don't know that that's not like I mean it's easy easy filler content right sponsored by whoever and it's a half hour call and after a game. It doesn't cost anything.
2: It doesn't cost anything and it's and it's you know it gives the fans or say I don't know why the I don't know why Calgary like nine sixty but the I heard, you know what? I heard Sportsnet is so fucking cheap that they're not sending their reporters on uh, their their play by plays on the road.
1: It's crazy anymore. It's, it's happening throughout sports. Yeah.
2: Did you hear that too? Yeah.
1: No, it's is this crazy. The,
2: is this the radio and TV or both? I think both. That is fucking so, garbage. Well, um,
1: during the pandemic, um, Michael K, Yankees guy, he says he kind of figured that because they were calling when they first started going back to games again. Uh uh-huh. He was, and then they, they they were calling them for all, all the road games from Yankee Stadium still. And they were just doing do it on a monitor. And he said he would be surprised it wasn't like that from, from, from here on in. Just for the simple reason about how, how much money it saves. And it's it's not the Yankees being cheap. It's every team doing it. So I think you, over the years, because it worked during the pandemic, that you, you'll see that a lot more. it's Can you I, say I,
2: how much money it saves? I don't know. How much well, money could it possibly save? They have a fucking charter. You're char- right? the so flights paid
1: for, right? So the, the hotel- flights
2: paid for, and then and then you know the the hotel, like throwing something on the on the ground floor for for the broadcast team,
1: yeah. right? Yeah, it's, like- it's crazy. It's it's absolutely crazy the way they they, they treat broadcasters. And then and you you complain about or not complain. Yeah, I, there's times I complain about a second rate because you can tell they're not in the building. You can just it's yeah, and to. To not have the feel of the team anymore and be around the players and not be part of the team, I think that's fucking weak cheese. I really do.
2: It's absolute garbage, you know. And then maybe if a if a team like I like the so sportsnet would be paying for the the coverage. Obviously, they do for the Calgary Flames. I don't like. And then um, so the, the the radio contract isn't necessarily Sportsnet. It could be whatever local carrier it is. It happens to be Sportsnet Radio in Calgary, which has decided to just shit all over their content because yeah. that station is trash now. And then, like, so the Flames, they, they have no choice, I would guess. They can't say, like, no, like, like the guys travel with us or we're going to find someone else to, to do our radio broadcast because it's absolute garbage.
1: Because there isn't another, there's not another TV radio station in Calgary, right?
2: Well, then just do it yourself. No, sure there is. Right? No, not or, not or, a,
1: not a, like QR back to QR seventy seven Calgary or sixty six CFR was Calgary Flames radio, right?
2: Yeah, like like yeah. If there there's thirty radio stations in Calgary. There's always a way. Yeah, yeah there's always a way because I I, I don't like that at all. I, I, doesn't doesn't make you it's, part it's part serious. of the
1: franchise, part of the team, right? No,
2: right it's disrespectful and then like how are you supposed to do these interviews how are you supposed to build rapport yeah. how are you supposed to give the fans a little bit more but like they i guess professional sports has also proven they can give two fucks about the fans
1: 960 is that bad i haven't listened at all for
2: well because i have a, a radio in the shop the yeah, and...
1: boomer in the morning i used to listen to quite religiously but now i yeah
2: they're gone they're and and They have... no they have their own thing going on that you can watch it on youtube and shit like that but I'm too busy. I, I got a job and shit like that, so I don't watch it. But The Morning is is a guy that I recognize his voice, but now it's just background noise. It's it's 960 radio, and in the afternoon, it's fucking garbage. It's just garbage. That Eric Francis can go and fuck off, too. Yeah, he's always
1: been a bit of an arrogant ass to me, but yeah. that's my opinion. That's why we have the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, show number 250, which we're doing tonight. You can go back and listen to any one of our shows on any one of the, uh, whatever media platform that you use to get, get your podcast. Uh, 1420 Sports, I'm struggling, Dave. My voice is starting to go. Uh, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four viewers, sports talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. Use promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com today.
2: Only one promo code per email address. Get yourself a cup of beer and a hot dog. And some more email addresses. And some more email addresses. Just figure it out. You know what we're saying. You'll figure it out. But don't drive. Parking's too fucking expensive. Yeah. Are you thinking
1: of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead? Or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420pod. That's 1420pod and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, Four Bear Sports Talk and a whole lot more. Dave on uh, Saturday, Saturday. Friday, Saturday, Saturday. Good segue, Brent. Um, the lease brought Boyer Salming out. He's uh suffering from ALS. It was a touching moment. He's very he's got a point now in his in his life where he, he can't speak, but he can hear everything and the rest. I don't know how much you know about ALS, probably as much as I do. You probably actually know more. But um it was very heartwarming to see his old teammates there on the ice with him and uh the emotion he was showing. And, and, the, and the rest and at uh, in Toronto, and he's a long-time Leaf, one of the greatest Leafs ever, which isn't saying a whole bunch because Leafs haven't had a lot of uh, great players over the years, but Salming, uh, I just, it was one of the, the greatest ever. Um, something that came to mind while, while I was watching that was...
2: Besides the fact that he's Swedish?
1: And he's Swedish. Uh, <laughs> one of the things that came to mind was uh, one of his long-term teammates, uh, Daryl Sittler, was beside him. And then afterwards, you had Tiger Williams beside him. And then there was other guys that were were around him. Uh, I got thinking, 20 years down the road, when you get these younger generation, when they're retiring, and 30, 40 years down the road after that, and there's a situation. And because of the way free agency is now and how much money these guys make now, are you going to see... These bonds that these players had from yesteryear. And I and this this is my generation, is this boy salming Daryl Sittler, guys? Uh, yes, I was a, a young kid, but I do I do remember watching them play for the Leafs. Are kids who are six, seven years old now going to think that way of say, we'll, we'll stay with the Flames. Let's not talk well, of uh Jerome McGinley and who was one of his teammates, uh back in the Flames eras when they went to the, the Cup finals. Giordano, or with uh, who was the Mika Kiprasov Like if something were to happen with them, is there going to be that kind of emotion? Because the way players change, change franchises so much now with free agency, are players going to have that that bond forever? And are are fans going to have that bond forever with those players?
2: Um, it's going to be less and less and less and less. We we know that for sure. Um, it's. A player that gets drafted and retires with the team they get drafted by, whew, it's it's going to be it's going to be not not that often anymore, you know. And that is, you know, at the end of the day, I, I, I that is a good thing because it allows the players to maximize their uh, earning potential, and so we can't necessarily uh, hold the players. To blame for wanting to leave someplace, and it's going to become a player's prerogative of of how they want to uh, see their career go forward. I'm going to use a player. I was as I was talking, I was thinking of Zdeno Chara. Right, started with the Sens, made his bones with the uh, the Bruins, and he started with recover. the
1: Islanders actually for a, oh, cup, uh, a yeah, short cup right. of coffee. Yeah. I don't, like, I, don't, think, I, don't, I don't think he finished the cup of coffee. He had a like. He was in and out out of there pretty I think quick. He
2: got drafted by the Islanders, and then uh, Milbury, I think, was the brainchild that that shipped him to Ottawa for um, Wade that, Redden, I think. Wade Redden, and wasn't it that Russian? That was a
1: uh, uh, uh I don't want, not, not Bonk, um, oh, what the hell, Yashin.
2: Alexi Yashin, I do believe so.
1: Right, maybe. Yeah we could Tim make sure you check up on that for us but yeah
2: and then so but but everybody knows every that remember that knows uh Daniel Chara is going to know him as a Bruin as they should um because that's where he made his bones that's where he became a Hall of Famer not uh the year he played last year with the capitals I believe like, so I, yeah yeah you don't even know where these players finished like where did where did uh Jerome Ginla finish his game uh career? Was it with Boston? Boston? Because he went to the Pens and then he went to the Avs, and then
1: Then he finished in Boston, I believe.
2: I think he finished the other way around. I don't know, but like the fact that we're we're but he's forever gonna be remembered as a plane. You're never gonna I, I guess where I'm going with this now is that uh, the players specifically in the NHL and um and baseball it's where you make your mark, right? It's 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 where you, especially if you win a championship, especially if you have your most productive years and then, you know, do the team, quote unquote, a favor by allowing them to trade you to get some assets back. Um, which is what a lot of these older guys do. Well, I, I would say older, like J- Jerome McGinley had four or five, or four more years for sure. After he left the Flames, chasing the cup, yeah, chasing the cup, which which is okay, you know. Pujols, um, he's that, a cardinal
1: that turned out pretty good because it was going south for him. Like he he got on fire after the All Star game, the home run competition that yeah. he he was going to, to pack it in in mid season because it wasn't going good for him. He couldn't hit anything, so it right. turned out quite well for him. Because going back home, you know, and then. 30 years from now when he goes back home for old-timers day at, at Bush Stadium, there's going to be a lot of a great emotion.
2: Right. You know, and, and, but, like, he's, he's a card, even though he played over a third of his career for the Angels, right? Because did, St. Louis did, didn't did, want to sign do him. Do you think that there's
1: the camaraderie that there was back then, like, back in the early 80s, late 70s, the camaraderie between teammates now – um that there was back then because back then you, you hear stories of going out and having a good time and dinner and everything else and and now kids are and they're, they're kids to me uh kids are a lot more social media on their phones or their their teammates aren't um as teammate i guess is a bad way of stating it because your your friends from back home are in your back pocket no matter what right so uh, do you think that those those friendships are still being had now compared to what they were forty, fifty years ago.
2: Possibly. And I would say the the ones that might possibly develop more and stick through out would be kids that have to go through the hard times together. And when I say that is like riding the bus in the minors. Specifically um, well like baseball and hockey are the only sports that have a decent minor league system, yeah. right? And and then now like <laughs> Yeah, getting losing a tight one, 5-3 in a shootout, but then as soon as the game like hustle up boys and you got to carry your own bag to the bus.
1: We're going to Boston pizza again.
2: Yeah, and and like, or there's a sack lunch, whatever, yep. on the bus. You know, uh, uh get make sure you have your, all your devices. You guys fucking charge your devices because we got a 4-hour bus trip to Peoria. Um uh, we're going to skate at two in the afternoon. Game at seven, and and then, and and that that builds camaraderie. That builds that builds friendship and team and and commitment to each other because you're all in this together. If you're going to be in the pros right from day one, which is what NFL, which was what NBA, which is what a lot of NHL NFL guys get that way now too, right? You bet. Like there there there's no hardship. There's no doing without. This is what it is and and when you can get a good mix of of players that do know what the sacrifice is that do that game their games did develop a little bit later and and they've they've made the um, sacrifice is a little bit tough of a word like um but they've they've not been spoon-fed every step of the way and they, and they and they've worked and grinded to get to where they are in their career and i think that builds a lot of character and camaraderie if you're doing that with someone else.
1: Well, I think like you say, guys, the character and camaraderie are they also, and they else, you're, and you're beside a guy going through the trials and tribulations of day-to-day minor league life or whatever it may be, or even pro life back then when they weren't making a ton of money at all. Like, they, they, they really weren't. And you, you become... Friends with guys more. I thought I think more a lot back then because you would uh, go and have a good time. And I don't know that kids do that mu- that much these days, right? They have their they have their ways of doing things. It's just different. I, I don't know. It's like I y- you wonder if if uh, fifty years down the road, if I'm just going to throw two players that there were teammates at one point uh, for Calgary, if Johnny Goudreau and, and Matthew Kachuk end up on a uh, for whatever reason back in Calgary uh, for a retirement ceremony of some kind. Uh, are they going to be hugging each other and, and in tears? I highly doubt it.
2: Oh, no, fuck. You I, know, as, and I, I don't even know how much those two fucking ass cries. You, know, you, 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 look, you looked at oh.
1: Daryl Sittler. He was, he was in tears. And I yes he's one of his best friends ever is going through a, a tough time. And and yes, we do get a little more emotional as we, as we get older, Dave, and you, we can't deny that. But I, I, I just don't see the emotion coming from kids that play now that was happening. 40 years ago i just don't see it
2: yeah i agree i i do believe there's a lot more selfishness and um what's in it for me at every step of the way um that's that's what i believe and and you know you, you look at a couple years back when st louis won that that cup they were last place but like you know it it, it took the camaraderie yeah. To get shit clicking, right? It was uh they had a slump buster, found a song, had a good time, started winning, and, and Laura then it Branigan, fed on, Gloria. Yeah, and then it fed on That's itself, a fucking
1: right? toe tapper, that one.
2: Yeah. Oh, you bet, like that song before the blues did, but you know, good on them find finding uh finding a hole in the wall and, and having a slump buster. Like there's that built the camaraderie, and that was the obviously the thing that got them on the track and then once that train gets moving and everybody's pulling in the same direction it's it's amazing what can happen
1: what these in order of importance to to a nhl player or a baseball player basketball player football player team team contract stats
2: i think today's player oh for sure it's it's contract. It's all about the contract, which means so contract is is one stats is is one B because you don't get one without the other. Team, they would play for fucking the the it, see, okay, Sorry.
1: Team contract championships.
2: Sorry. Change it. Um they want everybody wants that fat contract. They don't care if they're playing for the new New York uh um the New York Yankees or the, or the new Delhi dog shits they don't give a fuck right it's 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 about that contract the first time and then once you got I think well if, if it's me once I once I got paid and I'm not worried about anything money wise for the rest of my entire life which me mean, which means you know 50 to 60 million bucks if I'm playing that sport and then how long, it, how then, long are you
1: gonna live, man? You're, you're over fifty already.
2: No, but then chasing, but but then I, I don't want to just take care of myself. I yeah. want everybody taken care of for a while, and then I want, then I want a ring. I want a ring. It's, it's taking care of myself and my family first, and then it's a ring number two. I think.
1: Yeah, it's crazy how guys used to. I don't people.
2: even. I don't it's, even crazy. Know it's, it's crazy. It's crazy how
1: guys used to go through a wall, like, and it's a, it's a obviously it's stupid saying, but they they would live and die for their teammates and go through a wall for their team. And like if you, if you played for the Islanders back in the day, you were an Islander. If you played for the Flyers, you were a Flyer. You know, and it's just one of those things. And I mean, the the, the owners that did did, did did it for themselves. By uh, the free agency and everything else, right? So it's it's you can't blame either side. Just the way things are nowadays, but the 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 camaraderie that was had back in those teams, and you watch the old guys get together to this day. It's uh, it's it's something we won't see ever again.
2: No, and I agree. And 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 there's a lot of these teams too, right? Where where you they're still teammates. Like, could you imagine? I don't even know how much how often they go out anymore. Um
1: Zero gotta, from what I've been told.
2: Yeah, I, I got to guess there's some team-building activities here and there. But could you imagine going to fucking Cowboys with Josh Donaldson? And then he yips off and hits on the wrong chick. And he's like, jeez. Here we go again. I got to fucking stand up for this piece of shit again.
1: Like, he's handing out business cards to say I'm the president of Josh Donaldson fan club.
2: Yeah, like, do you want to shine my trophy?
1: Fuck. I have, I have an MVP, you know. Yeah. Anyways, Dave, we'll we'll edit end the show for tonight. I got a "Would you rather" to finish things off, ready to go. Yes. Would you rather, Dave, be a dog beside your pet Sonny, or have Sonny be a human for a day?
2: Oh no, he's a pet forever.
1: Oh, well, if case okay, uh, so, would yeah, no, no. But would you rather, if uh, one day he becomes yep. a human? Or you become a dog for one
2: I beca- day. I become a dog. He knows too much. He'd he's say too seen, much. Yeah, he's seen too much. Like it's it's just no. He he's seen too much. He's a dog. Like who's he gonna talk to? Is he gonna go and tell Jasper that uh, the things he uh, he saw me do to uh, Jasper's mom? Like
1: the he, uh, the things that. Uh, for a while there, like I first read that, I kind of need to hear him talk, but then like, guess, oh, geez, he's going to talk. Oh, fuck, he's going to talk.
2: Yeah, he's just not, to me, like, 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 yeah, like, who are you going to talk to? Like, you I, know, you- I, I wouldn't be able to go to the
1: bathroom at the bar if we to go for a beer or something. Like, he's always going to tell him, he's going to tell him, like, because he'd have a lot to get out. Right. Oh,
2: yeah. Because yeah. he
1: has a 24-hour span. He's going to, he's not going to stop talking. Whereas if you right. if you're, if you're a dog beside your dog, you're just gonna go around the neighborhood, piss on trees, have a shit, whatever. Skim you know, a couple
2: asses, yeah. maybe get a piece of tail, and then, and then get, uh and yeah. then
1: get, get pet behind the ear and everything else and, and get the love that you don't normally get from human beings, which is odd that you'll pet some strange dog, but somebody wants a hug and you don't can't get one. I'm just crying here all of a sudden. I'm not. And but. then
2: and then sleep on the couch and yeah, and, and call it a night.
1: Right? Call it call it good. You no, know, dogs oh, have a pretty good no. life.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I dig my dog. Like no, no, it's a drag in the winter. I still I still got to take that fucker for a walk here tonight. But you know, it, it's good. It gets me off the couch, keeps me fit, and uh, it's not his fault. He needs to go for a walk every no, night.
1: No, otherwise, be shitting over your house.
2: What about here? I got one too. Okay. So let's pretend you're a Commodores fan. Yeah. Would you rather win it uh, this year? Win this Super Bowl and have Goodall hand that trophy to Dan Snyder, or would you rather Dan Snyder sell the team this year? Oh fuck!
1: I'd rather win because you don't. You might not get a chance to ever win again. And big picture, I don't know why. I honestly don't know why we know most of these owners' names. They they don't affect my day to day life. Like when I watch a game. I don't go that fucking Steinbrenner. You know, like, I, I don't. Like it's, no,
2: I, I know you don't, but, like, but this is different. Dan Steiner's a special. Oh, he's
1: garbage. There's no doubt about that. And and he, would, and he would get, and it would be kind of poetic justice for him to get the Super Bowl for all the, the stupid things that he's done. And it, 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 would, it would look, it'd be poetic justice for him, but it would look bad for the league if he, if he were, were to get one before he had to sell the team.
2: Right. Because it would just be plain luck and it would it would yeah. be all in um you know I, it, it would be a justice like to the to the league to show how fucked up this league is like yeah. the, the shittiest owner with did whatever he wanted no Mons. matter what and yeah it, but, still it, got but one but now but now they they win one like it like yeah. it, it sucks when shitty people good things happen to shitty people.
1: That is He's true shitty people. He is shitty people. Dave, I'm going to call it a night here and I get some citron, some whiskey, some NyQuil, whatever else I can get in me, get my voice straightened up for Thursday night. We had a good show, though. Otherwise, hopefully everybody's stuck, stuck through my, uh, my frog voice for the night, but uh, it doesn't hurt. It just sounds bad.
2: Well, it, it, it's good because that's kind of what our podcast is, right? Like, you know, it doesn't hurt anybody, but just sounds it bad. It doesn't <laughs> sound as good as you might want it to sometimes.
1: Sometimes, no. We had a good show tonight. It was fun. Anyways, 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. More beer sports talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other. More important take care of yourself because we need you around. And I'm going to go take care of myself right away. Keep your stick on the ice. What else, Dave?
2: No swinging and high pitches, Valentine. There See what you can do with your uncle's voice. Though.
1: There we go. We'll talk to you guys on Thursday night.
2: Tweak it. Use the mixing
1: board. Oh, I, I already sent a message saying you got some magic to work on today, my
2: friend. Well, wow, we'll see how good. Remember that Dale Hardy or something back when we were kids? No, that's never mind.
0: Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up,
2: so we made it our name. And we're still here.